Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry, Toyota. Let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Today on NFL Fantasy Live, we're telling Santa our fantasy wish list in our Schmedium sweaters. James, fits nicely. What's on yours? Thanks, Max. Mm. Skittles for everybody. Gotcha. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. It's time for Stardom and Sit'em. And despite the fact that I'm wearing this ugly Christmas sweater, I'm going to tell you why you may want to bench Tony Romo this week. Elliot, how do you feel about regifting? I think if it's like the Civil War chess set, you're cool. You're oh, good. Great. Well, we've got a gift for you. NFL Fantasy Live starts right now. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose, the official fantasy football show of the National Football League. I'm James Coe. He's Elliot Harrison on the far side and the Fantasy Hall of Famer in his beautiful Christmas cowboy sweater. That would be Michael. Yours Fabiano. looks like an air freshener. Actually, all right. It's an extra schmedium as well. Uh, we're going to be joined by Molly Caram and Marcus Grant in just a bit. Don't forget to tweet the show at NFL Fantasy again. Uh, Elliot, you've got an interesting story as to why you chose the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, my dad was a Dallas Texans fan when they came to the league. They moved to Kansas City, became the Chiefs. My dad stayed a fan uh, his whole life, the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm, I'm representing. There you go. Nice stuff. All right, listen, it's week si 17, rather. And in regards to the real playoffs, the fantasy playoffs pretty much done here. But there's still a few teams still in the hunt in the real-life game. The Ravens, Chargers, Falcons, Panthers, and other teams still vying for different playoff seeding, still playing for something. So what can we expect from players that are still in the playoff hunt? And we'll start in the NFC South. Fabs? Well, that's where you want to look at uh, the, the top starts. Because sure. if a player doesn't have anything to play for, or maybe he's going to miss a quarter or two, like potentially the that's Cowboys. That's what you worry about right That's there. the big concern. So look at Cam Newton this week. Uh, look at Matt Ryan this week. Kelvin Benjamin. These guys all have something to play for, which is the NFC South title. And moreover, Harrison. Oh, boy. Moreover, there's going to be plenty of production to be had in this contest. Could be a high-scoring game. Yeah, you know, last year when the Falcons and Panthers teed it up in Atlanta at the end of the season, uh, Matt Ryan was on his butt the whole game. Hopefully that doesn't happen. The pass protection holds up. Julio Jones is going to present a problem for that Carolina secondary. 
That said, I expect the Panthers' defense to go out and compete. They've been playing a lot better the last three games, giving up 17 points or less, James. Yeah, it's very interesting because, you know, they started the season. I don't even want to say start the season. The first 15 weeks of the season, they were atrocious. Yeah, People no bueno. were putting up points and yards on them, but yet in the last two weeks, uh, I tell you what, they've been better. The Atlanta defense, though. We haven't seen improvement. Cam Newton they, should be in line for a nice day. They did stop Drew Brees last week, but Very what I like about week. Cam Newton yeah. is that this is going to be a guy who's running with the football now. Mm -hmm. Over the last couple of weeks, he has put up over 140 rushing yards. He has had two rushing touchdowns. And that's where Cam Newton derives a lot of his fantasy value is as a derives. runner. You like that? What's going on with you? Let's <laughs> take your SAT 20 years later. I got about a 1,200 on that. Hey, I, I don't even think that was any good listen, either. Man, yeah. I hope that Cam Newton sat in front of the TV Sunday night and watched what Russell Wilson did. Mm. Keep yourself under control. You can run the ball. Just be responsible about it. Know when to throw it away. Know when to, live to play another down. Know when to take off. No question about it. And... Cam has been one of the best quarterbacks in fantasy in his career because of that. It's super surprising also considering that he's coming off of a car accident, broken bones in his back. It's been amazing. All right, another injury, Speaking a quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that would be Phillip Rivers. What should we expect? San Diego, yes, in the playoff hunt. They need a win. What does Phillip Rivers do this week? All right, Fabs. You didn't like him last week. Do you like him this week? No, I don't. Uh, it's a tough matchup. The Chiefs are allowing an average of fewer than 15 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks this year. And uh, it's hard for me to trust Rivers. I know this is a situation where the Chargers need to win. But Rivers is uh, a little bit scary for me because even despite the fact that he had a good game last week, mm -hmm. his numbers over the last six weeks overall – not good. I love you, but I'm going to disagree with That's you. Fine. I think Phillip Rivers rises to the occasion in these exact kind of games. He did it last year. He did it last week. I think he's going to do it again. At least 17 fantasy points for him, if not higher. It's shocking also how well Antonio Gates has played. It this really season. is. It right. really is. There are also those teams that have more or less pretty much locked up where they are in the playoffs, and they're not really fighting for anything. Their playoff positions are set. Patriots, Colts, Cowboys, all those guys come to mind. So from those teams, what are we? who are some stars that we're looking at that may be resting here? And we'll start with your team, well, the that's Dallas right. Cowboys. And honestly, the Cowboys need a miracle to, to get yes. a first run by. I mean, Green Bay and Detroit have to tie. Seattle has to lose. It Arizona has to, It's not going to happen. <laughs> so what the Cowboys could do is play Romo and play DeMarco maybe for a quarter, maybe two. Sit him on the bench mm -hmm. in the second half because the Cowboys really don't have any way, uh, well, in, in reality, to move up. And DeMarco Murray, I think, is the guy that you worry about the most, Elliot, because of that hand. I, I agree with you. You know, there's a little bit of precedent here in 2007 when Jason Garrett was offensive coordinator. The Cowboys were in this situation. I was at that game, by at the way. At Washington. And, and who we ended up playing at quarterback? Brad Johnson. Brad it was Johnson. raining, it was cold, and we lost. Bad. Yeah. Uh, how about Andrew Luck and the Colts? The Colts really, I mean, truly, honestly, not playing for anything here. Andrew Luck was a huge disappointment in Week 16. Does he even play in Week 17? I, I think he does, and I think it would be really uh, not smart to not play him because, quite frankly, uh, he hasn't played well the last three weeks in a row. I believe That's a four great touchdowns, point, five interceptions. Those aren't Andrew Luck numbers. No. The last three weeks, 52% completions. Strange. Does he really want to go in the playoffs on this kind of run? I don't think so. I expect him to play most of the first half. Right, but even just playing the it's not gonna first be enough. half, that's it's not, not going to help enough. you in fantasy. It makes your risk. T.Y. Hilton, same thing, coming off the hamstring. Yep. Even if he plays, as he play the whole game? They've got to rest T.Y. Always yep. rest a wide receiver's hamstring. Andrew Luck, yeah. his entire career has been a slow starter, but he's always picked it up late. Those last four weeks, as you mentioned, he just hasn't picked it up late. Those no, garbage yeah. time points, he just hasn't gotten those points. So it's been interesting to see. All right, for more discussion on players that are playing for a playoff spot and will be extra motivated in Week 17, 
head over to NFL Now. Be sure to visit NFL.com slash now to download the app for free. But for now, let's join the rest of our NFL Fantasy Live crew and send it over to Molly and Marcus. James, thank you kindly. He's NFL.com fantasy editor Marcus Grant. I'm Molly Karam here with you. And we're talking daily fantasy. You ask, what is that? Basically, what you do is you complete a lineup based on salaries and get it all under a salary cap. The best part, it resets each week, so you screw up. Start over. So let's get to some draft bargains for this week. Matt Asiata having a huge game on Sunday, not racking up the yards, but getting the touchdowns and a nice matchup against the Bears. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing about Asiata. He's not a guy who's going to get you a lot of yards. Mm-hmm. Don't expect him to put up 100, 120 yards or anything like that. But he scores touchdowns in bunches. I mean, that's what he does. You see that the nine rushing touchdowns this season all came in about three or four games because that's just the way he plays. Plus, I like the fact that, honestly, Jay Cutler is back this week for the Bears. He turns the ball over a lot. That could leave the Vikings with some short fields. So Asiata has a chance to punch it in. And the value? Pretty low. $5,000 for Matt Asiata. That's a pretty good bargain. We're going to stay with that same team and up the price just a little bit. 5900 Teddy Bridgewater coming off arguably the best game of his career and also getting this uh, decimated Chicago defense. Yeah, Teddy Two Gloves. That's what I've been taking to calling him the last couple of weeks. He's I playing like better. He's, you look at all the rookie quarterbacks who stepped in and played, and Bridgewater has been maybe the most consistent of them. And he's found some nice weapons. I mean, we, we thought it'd be Cordero Patterson. It hasn't been. But Charles Johnson. Greg Jennings has stepped up and played well. And Bridgewater looks like a nice option, especially, as you mentioned, against Mm -hmm. that Bears secondary. Another guy that could be potential great value that some of you might not have heard of, Devontae Freeman. He could have a nice role against the Panthers, especially if Steven Jackson can't go. Yeah, absolutely. We have seen a lot more of Devontae Freeman in the last few weeks and see him there able to break through the line and have show his good speed. He's a guy who catches the ball well out of the backfield as well. So not only can he do what Steven Jackson does as a running back, but he's starting to take a lot of what Jacquez Rogers did as a pass catching back out of the backfield. And certainly he's not a guy that a lot of people pay attention to. He's not a big name. But in a big game against a shaky defense, Devontae Freeman has some potential to produce. Yeah, and 3600 so great value. Great price. And now let's switch it up now to the guys who should absolutely uh, break the bank and, and you should pull the trigger on. ODB has to be Odell Beckham Jr., a no-brainer, right? Absolutely. Repping, I don't know how you don't. I don't. Right. I don't know how you don't pick Odell Beckham at this point. I mean, everything the guy does has been fantastic. Everything he touches seems to turn to gold. So, yes, 9600 it is a steep price. He yes. is one of the highest-priced wide receivers on the board. But – He's doing stuff like this and running with nobody else on the screen along with him. I don't know how you don't take a chance on that guy. This next one I'm a little confused with just because it's Rob Gronkowski and he's 7,400. They're hosting the Bills just because New England doesn't have anything to play for. Yeah, they really don't. I mean, they've locked up the, the one, number one seed. They've got home field throughout yeah, the playoffs. But they got it all. Bill Belichick is not the kind of coach who sits his stars even in games that don't have a whole lot of meaning. He likes to play those guys. I mean, we saw in previous seasons – when the Patriots have everything locked up, you'll still see Tom Brady and Gronk and those guys out there for the better part of the ball game. So even though there's a chance maybe those guys sit, I'm willing to take that chance, especially because when you look at tight ends, who else are you really going to yeah, go Yeah, slim with? pickings. No, very true. High risk, high reward. Absolutely. With that one, Mark Ingram looks like a tremendous play getting the Bucks defense. He really does. And look, I know on the other they side, have nothing to play the Saints don't have anything yeah, to same, play for either argument. because they are out of the playoffs at this point. There's nothing going on for them. But for Mark Ingram, there is still some value here because this is his last chance to put something on tape before he hits free agency in the offseason. This is a guy playing for a new contract, and we talked about it all year. Guys in contract years really have a lot going on. Plus, 
The Bucks, you see that there, 110 plus rushing yards in six of their last seven games. They are vulnerable. This is a chance for Mark Ingram to shine one last time before the offseason. No, very good point. You don't want to leave a bad taste in people's not mouths when uh, your future is on the line. And money, money, money. Okay, here it is. So Eli Manning there at quarterback, Boom Heron, one of the running backs. We talked Matt Asiata and Odell Beckham Jr. Cole Beasley. Interesting play there. Yeah, you know why? Well, big with Odell Beckham, but Beasley's a guy who's been a bigger part of the offense the last couple of weeks for mm -hmm. the Cowboys. James Jones, and then obviously finish things off there with the Texans defense. Looks like a nice little lineup there for Week 17. All right, be sure to set your DVRs for our nightcap edition of NFL Fantasy Live. Marcus and I have you covered. You're staying, right? Yes, I am. Okay, good. We'll need <laughs> snacks. We'll keep you up to speed on the latest injury news and updates for your roster. Tune in 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, right here on NFL Network. Just get your eggnog out, people. No We've got fantasy through the playoffs. That's right. Fantasy Playoff Challenge is here, and we've got some sleepers to take you through the Super Bowl. Will Matthew Stafford deliver a fantasy championship as he takes on the Packers and Lambeau? Where does Cam land on Michael Fabiano's stardom sit-em list? Find out that next. If you think your fantasy season is over, it's not. Now you can continue your fantasy season throughout the NFL playoffs and have a chance to win the trip of a lifetime to Super Bowl 50. It's called NFL Playoff Challenge. Sign up today at NFL.com slash Playoff Challenge. Fabs, explain to the people how this game works. Well, basically what you want to do is first pick the teams that you think are going to go to the Super Bowl mm -hmm. and you want to compile the most points. Uh, there are multipliers every single round. So if you... Pick, say, someone like Tom Brady in the first round, even though the Patriots are likely to have a bye mm -hmm. with the first round, uh, they can still compile points by getting Tom Brady double points in week two if they win, triple points in week three, which is championship week, and then, of course, quadruple points in the Super Bowl. Okay, so you set up your lineup each week, then it... Correct, and then, if then one clears. of your players loses, mm -hmm. you lose that player, but you can replace you him with replace another him. one, but you start all over again with the multiplier. And it's free, and you can go to the Super Bowl, so it's pretty cool. So let's and I, I want to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah. Right? yeah. All right, let's take you through the uh, AFC playoff picture as of now, and of course we know the Broncos and the Colts have clinched their divisions. Patriots have locked up everything. Home seating, first Not round. as much up for grabs this year no. as usual. No, 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 et cetera. And uh, the Steelers also in there. Let's look to the NFC now. And as you can see, we've got the uh, Lions here. in. We've got the Cowboys <laughs> in. Both the Packers yeah, and the Cards. South. Seattle, if they win this week, will get the division against the Rams. So that's going to be a, a fun one to watch. But before we start diving into playoff challenge, as you know, the teams that make it to the Super Bowl, as you alluded to, get four times the amount of points. Guys, who do you see uh, going to the Super Bowl? Well, Elliot, I mean, Fabs? it's going to be the Patriots and the Seahawks. We're, we're taking it easy. We're taking the easy road because we're going to take the likely number one seed and the Super other Bowl pick. number one seed. Go ahead. You stole my Super Bowl I pick did in the not. meeting. By the way, I think Atlanta and Carolina are going to tie. Uh, I have, <laughs> I have <laughs> New England. Why are you pushing I've had us? New England over Seattle this whole time, and i got to be honest, Seattle has made me wonder if they're going to beat New England after the way they played against the Cardinals. But, I mean, Tom Brady's a great pick for this. Fast. He is. The one thing that worries me is that how many times have we gone into the playoffs thinking the Patriots are going all the way and they get knocked off? Happen. You know, the Ravens beaten, something happens, and the Patriots lose before they get to the Super Bowl. No, I mean, I, I think that's the fear because Tom Brady in the playoffs recently has not been great. But you look at the rest of the AFC and 
who is there really? I mean, the Broncos certainly we've lost a lot of faith in them with the way Peyton Manning has played. No recently. trust in the Steelers. Uh, you know, not buying. I think, I think if there's a team that, that can be, be a dark fun. horse, it is probably the Pittsburgh Steelers. But just you look at the way teams have played this year, that the Patriots seem like the choice in the AFC. You're still you're still Patriots Seahawks. Patriots Seahawks. I, I you know I think at the beginning of the season I was uh, Patriots Packers, but just the way the Seahawks have come on recently. It's hard to go, especially you're, if the road runs through Seattle. You're going to lose your Niners fan card, by the way. No, but see, it's like, saying but, I'm, but, I, but I keep my USC Pete Carroll fan card. Ah, I see how so, that works. Okay. Know, it's like that. You know, but, yeah, I like the Seahawks. I mean, they have turned it on at the right time of year. I mean, early in the season, they had injuries in the, in the defense. They weren't playing quite so well. But now, Russell Wilson is playing his best football. They've saved Marshawn Lynch for the best time of year. He's starting to get healthy. I mean, as long as his tummy isn't rumbling coming up this weekend, you know, he's starting to get better right now. And even with a group of no-name receivers, Russell Wilson in that offense finds ways to prosper. All right, so as we can see here, uh, the Patriots obviously locking up that one seed. Do we all assume the Seahawks are going to beat the Rams and, and do that as well? Yeah. All right, you so you're so. looking at a list of the number one seeds meeting in the Super Bowl. There's quite a few gentlemen. You remember There's that 1977 Super good. Bowl? Our I historian, what do you think of this, Elliot? We're all just looking at this list. It doesn't happen as often as you think. No. Look at the disparity. It's deceiving. From 1993 to 2009. Mm, you're right. That's, Big a, that's a long time. Yeah. That's 15 and years. We went Some through of my prime stretch. years. We went yeah. through a stretch <laughs> where too. there was a lot of wild card teams going to the Super Bowl, like the Giants and the Ravens mm-hmm. and the that's Cardinals. Right. Yep. Eh? So, okay. And winning. That so can you happen. guys aren't sold on the one seed thing. No. All right. So with those teams that are making the playoffs, which fantasy players do you see as sleepers for the playoff challenge? Can I go first? Yeah, or please do. Going I'm going to go first. Right, okay. first. I'm going to go with Brandon LaFell <laughs> because I think the Patriots are going to go to the Super Bowl. And LaFell's been one of the best receivers in New England. In fact, he's having a career season. 70 catches, almost 900 yards and seven touchdowns this year. And right now, June Edmonds banged up. He's coming off a concussion, didn't play last week. So, LaFell is a guy that if you think the Patriots are going all the way and you want to get that multiplier, that quadruple multiplier, he is a good sleeper. I agree with you. And because Justin Forsett's emergence, I feel like Brandon LaFell has not gotten quite the credit for being a great waiver wire pickup in fantasy this year. He helped me win the pro football football forecast league uh, in the industry this year. He was good. Elliot, you have your eye on uh, Big Ben here? You know, Ben Roethlisberger, I really debated this one between the Packers defense mm-hmm. and Ben Roethlisberger. And I, I just think Roethlisberger is a more fun pick to go with. It'd be really, I, as you were saying, if the Steelers could make it, or one of you guys was saying it would be a lot of fun if they make the Super Bowl. I was. And I think that the Steelers have a shot based on the way their offense is playing and their pass rush has gotten a lot better. That's been the problem for them is defense. And, man, how productive have we seen Ben Roethlisberger be in spots this year? He plays big in big games. You know, Marcus, there's another quarterback who's been playing really well this year. Yeah, there has been. I can't believe you left it to me, Fab, to actually talk to, talk about a Dallas Cowboy. But I know, I know. I used to hate Tony Antonio Romero Romo. The guy's been fantastic this Why year. Why does you he know? not go by that name? I don't know, because that sounds awesome, though, right? Antonio it. Romo His would be the best. Name. But, yes, you be know, I, I admittedly have been one to pile on Tony Romo when he's thrown some unfortunate yeah, interceptions. Pile on me on Twitter. But this year he's been good, <laughs> so I will give you credit. Your, your guy, Elliot, he stepped up and he's played well. We saw a lot of it certainly last Last week against the Colts, but the Cowboys could be sneaky in these playoffs. And if they win a game or two, which is certainly possible, Romo's going to be a big part of what they do and getting the ball to Des Bryant. Imagine, guys, it could imagine if you see Cowboys Patriots in the Super Bowl. Oh, keep dreaming. Oh my God, Whoa. that would be great. You know, it's on your that Christmas list. Cool. Elliot, we saw a lot of uh, Wilson to Wilson this yes. past weekend. Yeah, I, you look, you say sleeper, so I'm trying to pick a sleeper, and I think Seattle is a legit Super Bowl pick. We just went through that. 
All right, so if you go through Seattle, is Seattle's defense a sleeper? No. No. Is Russell Wilson a sleeper? No. No. Marshawn Lynch a sleeper? No. No. That leaves Luke Wilson. All right, maybe you could talk to me about Steven Hauschka after the way he boxed those kicks the other night. (laughs) Usually reliable. But Luke Wilson really did a job, a number on the Cardinals. And if teams are going to keep covering him with a linebacker, don't you think Seattle's offensive staff is going to try to isolate him in coverage? And you know what? Obviously, he's earned Russell Wilson's trust. Again, we're talking about a sleeper. This is a deep Mm -hmm. sleeper. And you're trying to pick guys that you think will go to the Super Bowl so you can get the multiples. You know who likes that pick? His brother, Owen Wilson. Oh, Oh, that was good. Let's let's talk about another uh, Seattle Seahawk here, though. Doug Baldwin, he was targeted a team high 11 times last week. Jermaine Kearse getting sidelined. You guys are uh, are putting coal in my stocking for that joke. Yes, you are. If you think the Seahawks are going to the Super Bowl, it's the same situation as Brandon LaFell. You want that multiplier, the quadruple multiplier, the big one. And Doug Baldwin leads the Seahawks in just about every single receiving category this year. Good plays. There you go. Guys, these sweaters were good plays. Absolutely. Play back tomorrow. Stylish. Thank you. I like the V-neck. If your Super Bowl is week 17, then you don't want to miss Michael Fabiano's last stardom sit of the season. I know we're just as sad as you are that the fantasy season is almost over. And we put a new spin on our two-minute drill. It's time to look forward to next year's draft and figure out where you're going to pick some stars and busts from 2014. It's Wednesday on this week 17, meaning it's time for Michael Fabiano's final edition of his weekly Stardom and Sit'em list. You can check out the full list at NFL.com slash start sit. Brings a tear to my eye, pal. It does. Yeah. All right, there you go. We're going to start the running back position. Jeremy Hill has really emerged despite splitting carries with Giovanni Bernard. Well, that split has been less of a split lately because he's had 47 carries combined in his last two games, and he's really become the centerpiece of the Bengals' backfield. And that offense, uh, he scored four touchdowns in his last five games. He leads all rookie running backs in rushing yards, in rushing touchdowns. And remember how we were all about Bishop Sankey, including myself, Yeah, it's been Jeremy Hill who's been the best rookie running back. The Steelers, they have been tough against the run, but to me it doesn't matter. He's matchup proof. It's a big game for both of these teams. Jeremy Hill is the centerpiece. Start him this week against Pittsburgh. A running back that I would sit is Trey Mason. And Trey Mason's been easy to predict. Bad matchup, keep him on your bench. Good matchup like last week, start him. This week, he's playing against the Seahawks. James, that would be a bad matchup. Friend. By the way, I love the sweater. And is there a worse matchup for any position than playing in the Great Northwest Negative. against Seattle? Uh, he has scored fewer than seven fantasy points in two of his last three games. The Seahawks have allowed the second fewest fantasy points to running backs in the last four weeks, giving up an average of fewer than ten points per game. That's not just a one running back; that's all of them. Ugh. So uh, Trey Mason, nice rookie season. Uh, the arrow is pointing up for you, but. Sit down in week 17. All right, so Jeremy Hill, a start, as you mentioned, Fab. So is Mark Ingram. Jonathan Stewart has emerged for Carolina. Andre Williams there uh, filling in for Rashad Jennings. Sit him. Joyke Bell, Isaiah Crowell, Frank Gore, despite having a nice afternoon last week, has a little bit of a tougher go this week. That's right. All right, we're going to transition to the wide receivers now. ODB, you mentioned matchup proof. This guy is basically matchup proof, and he's taken on a very soft Eagles pass D. Yeah, basically, this is a no-brainer, right? Yeah. You're starting. How big is he going to go? You're starting Odell Beckham Jr., <laughs> but a lot of people on Twitter were saying keep him in stardom this week because I have had him in stardom basically since this streak started. And, you know, some people oh, are superstitious okay. out there. Superstitious. So they're like, if you keep him in the column like as a it. stardom, yeah. well, he's going to keep producing. And Odell Beckham has been unreal over 1,000 yards, eight man. touchdowns in his last eight weeks. 
The Eagles have allowed the second most fantasy points to wide receivers this year, giving up an average of over 26 Ooh. points per game. They've given up 20 receiving touchdowns. That's tied for the third most in the league. This guy is going to be a first-round pick next year. I'm not going to pick him in the first round, but people are all about Odell Beckham Jr. and the hype. A player that I would sit, Sammy Watkins. And I, I swung and I missed on him last week. Bad matchup. He still put up pretty good numbers, but he scored for the first time in seven games. Hmm. And if the Patriots continue to play their starters into Week 17 like they typically do, what does that mean? Sammy Watkins could be very lonely on Revis Island. So keep tabs on what you're hearing about from New England this week because they have nothing to play for. Right. But Bill Belichick always plays his starters regardless right. Keep of fresh. playoff positioning. So if that's the case, Revis against Watkins, I don't like it. All right, another rookie to go along with Odell Beckham Jr. Kelvin Benjamin, Mike Evans, and Mike Wallace. Almost all rookies. That's amazing. Uh, sit him side. Eric Decker, no surprise. Larry Fitzgerald. Deshaun Jackson. One touchdown in his career against Dallas. Huh. All right, there you go. I'm a little bit surprised there. But, hey, listen, we'll go to the quarterback position. Cam Newton, well, he really might be Superman because the dude broke bones in his back and then still balled out less than two weeks later. Uh, he's dumping 22 fantasy points last week. Does he do it again this week? He's doing a little of this, little my friend, <laughs> okay. right? And Cam Newton is someone who has two things going for him this week. Number one, he's playing for something, okay? Mm, and in right. week 17, you want to focus on that. And number two, he's playing Atlanta, okay? And the Falcons have not been good this year defensively, although they did hold Drew Brees in time. But what I really like about Newton He's getting back to running the ball, James. In his yeah, last two games, sure. 146 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. That's Broken pretty good. back and all. That's where his value comes from. He's not the greatest passer in the world in terms of putting up points. But if he can run, and if he's going to run, that helps you in championship week. He's got something to play for. Start him against Atlanta. The quarterback that I think a lot of people are worried about is yeah. Matthew Stafford this week. Because sure. last week, we liked him. We were gaga over him against the Bears and... He put up a stinker, and hey, now dude. he's got to play the Green Bay Packers. 14 touchdowns, 20 turnovers in eight career games against Green Bay. He's thrown for over 270 yards once in his last five games against the Packers, and Green Bay has allowed the fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks in the last two weeks. And if you look at his numbers in Lambeau Field, he had one huge game. He had five touchdowns. The other two games, one touchdown apiece. And let's be honest. Can you trust Matthew Stafford right now? I don't think you can. You just can't do uh, it. He has been one of the bigger disappointments, especially if you remember in week one he had a huge game against the Giants. It's been very inconsistent production ever since. No doubt about it, especially against Green Bay. There's just a lot of concern there. All right, start side, Eli Manning, again, taking on Philadelphia Eagles. Matt Ryan uh, and Cam Newton, both in that same game, uh, right. both pretty solid starts. And Mark Sanchez, a good start as well against the New York football Giants. All right, on the sit side, Joe Flacco, Philip Rivers, Tony Romo. And let me talk about Romo here real quick. Yes, please. This is not about the matchup. If this was a game that meant something to the Cowboys, Romo would be a must start. Okay. But he might not play more than a quarter or two, and that worries me. You so figure he and DeMarco Murray might be taking some time Rest these guys yeah. for the playoffs. Did I mention the Cowboys are... <laughs> That's why I'm worried about Romo and sure. all of the Cowboys this week. All right, there you go. And coming up, we're going to turn an eye towards next year. We're going to go rapid fire to tell you where you should draft breakout studs like Odell, Beckham Jr., Andrew Luck, and Russell Wilson. And you think it's too early to talk 2015 sleepers, as McRanklin would say, wrong. Adam Rank stops by for his list of way-too-early sleepers. Coming up next. 
Still to come on NFL Fantasy Live, you are invited to our White Elephant Party. We're looking ahead to keepers for next year. Guess what? You don't even have to bring a gift. Tom Brady and Tony Romo might even show up. And all we want for Christmas is Alfred Morris to get more goal line carries next season. That and the rest of the fantasy wish list is ahead. And it's time for one last heist. This time, Ranks 11 joins the party to help steal you some sleepers in next season's fantasy draft. You know what it is, NFL Fantasy Live. Welcome back into NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose. He is Elliot Harrison. He's Marcus Grant. I'm Molly Karam. You guys looking fabulous in, yes, your, in your sweaters. I'm really enjoying the holiday spirit. We are we're all feeling it. And for those of you who asked your questions on Fantasy Genius, our experts in their sweaters are about to answer. So if you want your question answered on the show, real simple, all you need to do is submit them at NFL.com slash genius. Our last time doing this in 2014. Yeah. It's our yeah. fantasy two-minute drill where we put two minutes on the clock. We rip through as many fantasy genius questions as we can and uh, try to give the people what they want. Answers. Especially Ready. around the holidays. Yes. Let's right? do it. Yes. All right. Where should you draft Andrew Luck in 2015? We talking 10-team league? Sure. 10-team league? Yep. Bottom of the third round at the earliest. Wow. Three, three six points puts a little damper on you know, my I, opinion. I would, you know, about a month ago, I would have said first round, but the way he has slumped in the last yeah. few weeks, I think I dropped him probably to mid to late second round. Me too, especially yep. after you He's lost the fantasy championship the thanks round. to him. Not bitter, though. Where should you draft Odell Beckham Jr. in 2015? I think I'm going to wait on him till late second, early third, but I know he's going to go off the He's board in the go. first round. He's that sexy pick. I would go 18th overall. Wow, that's very, that was very specific. Yeah. Thanks. I love it. It's all about the details. <laughs> that's what I aim for. <laughs> Where should you draft Russell Wilson in 2015? No. I say His no. His stock has to be rising. No, but yeah, but still no earlier than the fifth round for me. No way, no dude. Earlier I, will, than the I would round. take him right around where I would take Andrew Luck in the third round. Yeah. Wow. Mm. All right, where would you draft to Marco Murray? Ooh, I think I think he's still in the first round, but I think he's bottom of the first round. I go top five. Yeah, why is he dropping? We don't have time I don't know where he's going to be next year. Young, good offensive after. line. I don't know where yeah. he'll be next year. That old line legit. All right, where should you draft Alshon Dreffrey in 2015? This is, this is, is tricky one. because we don't know the situation with Jay Cutler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm looking at you. Oh, you're looking at me? <laughs> yeah. I'm still going early second round with Alshon oh, Jeffrey. Come, come on. Who's going to throw him the ball? Turn the man, just the, you I see? feel like he set you up. If you jump, I jump. Jimmy Clausen got him the ball. Okay. I'd go third round for Alshon Jeffrey. That's a huge difference. Marshawn Lynch in 2015. Boy, that depends so much on where he plays. But if he were to stay in Seattle, he'd be the fifth overall pick. Absolutely. Him. If he's still in Seattle, he's early, early first round. All right. What about Gio Bernard with Jeremy Hill there? It's getting a little tricky. Nowhere in the first four rounds for me. Maybe fifth. Yeah, I think that's about right. I mean, this year he was what a second I round guy. And I think he's I think that's what he's going to become. Jeremy Hill moves up to I think the second round. There and, you are. Uh, and Gio Bernard drops. Sometimes play. Marcus surprised you with really good analysis. You know? <laughs> Be nice. It's the holiday yeah. season. Blind squirrel. Where you know? would you draft C.J. Anderson? I want C.J. Anderson early second round. That's that's a lure. I'd probably wait more towards the back end of the second round. Now, I know we're splitting hairs here, but when you're in the second round, there's a big difference difference between early and late. No doubt. Good stuff, guys. Of course. Thank you. See you again next year with this one? Yes, All right, sounds good. We started to spin things to 2015. We've got a few more segments. And so is Adam Rank with some sleepers for next year. Take it away. Hey, everybody. Adam Rank here. Time now for a too-soon look at some sleepers for next season. We start with Trey Mason. You might debate me if he really counts as a sleeper, but we all remember Zach Stacy, right? 
But I like Mason for the coming year. He started third on the depth chart, but became the number one guy as he improved in all facets of his game, including pass protection and receiving. He'll be even better next year. Of course, a new quarterback and offensive coordinator wouldn't hurt either. Let's stick to the running backs in Devonta Freeman. He showed a lot of burst in his TD run against the Saints. Fantasy enthusiasts probably would have liked that for this season, but I'm not really sure what the Falcons' deal was. Freeman would have done great things if he was given the opportunity, but it's not like the Falcons needed it since seven wins gets you the NFC South. Freeman is going to have a monster 2015 season, and I vow to draft him way too early. How about a tight end for you? C.J. Fedorowicz will be a nice find. He's already made a name for himself, and that helps no one this year. He will become a name to watch next season. Bill O'Brien helped mold tight ends in New England, and he will do it again in Houston. He might not be another Rob Gronkowski, but another Owen Daniels would suffice. And how about one more running back? Carlos Hyde. I know we say it every year, but this is the year that Frank Gore moves aside. And Los Hyde is ready to take the mantle. He looked great in his limited work this season, and he's going to be a monster as the number one back next year in San Francisco. Since we're on the subject of San Francisco, I wanted to give a special shout-out to Grant and Bill Mfinger. You guys have been amazing this year. I know it wasn't easy. We all appreciate everything you do. So if you look right there on the fireplace, Jane got you tickets for the Cardinals and 49ers game on Sunday. You guys are going. Merry Christmas. I'll see you soon. Merry Christmas, Rank. See on the flip side. We're not going to break out the milk and cookies for Santa, but next our experts reveal what's on their fantasy Christmas wish list for 2015. Later, NFL Fantasy Live is going to get a little festive. We're breaking out the party gear and having ourselves a white elephant party fantasy style. Don't want to miss it. I brought a good gift. Be sure to check out NFL Fantasy Live on Friday. We're doing it big because it's time to dish out the hardware for the annual Fantasy Football Awards as voted on by you, the fans. We'll reveal the winners for Bust of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Fantasy Draft Bargain, and more. So be sure to check us out Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be wearing something a little bit nicer than these sweaters. This is a great these are, sweater. These are, these are gorgeous. Come what are you on, talking man? about? That's a very good point. All right, it's Christmas Eve, and we're going to break out <laughs> our wish not. list for Santa things. What do you mean yours is not? What are you talking about? Uh, things we want for the 2015 fantasy football season. Fabs, get us started off. You know, I have a wish for something right now. Right now? Right and here. I want to hear Michael McDonald sing a Christmas carol. I, who among us can sing Michael McDonald? I don't know. Go ahead who and give your other us? wish, and we'll see if we can dial that well, up. Well, my other wish for 2015 <laughs> is that Jeremy Hill will be a featured back for the Cincinnati Bengals because if he does see the lion's share of the carries in that backfield, boy, we're talking about a guy who could bring back first-round value. And I was a huge fan of Giovanni Bernard, and I still am. He's one of the most versatile running backs in fantasy football and in the National Football League. But it seems like he is moving more into that role of a Darren Sproles type or maybe even a Danny Woodhead with a lot more talent while Jeremy Hill becomes the featured back the between-the-tackles bruiser and the goal line back on a team under Hugh Jackson that is going to like to run the football. And you could argue, even this week coming into the Steelers game, this is the centerpiece of their offense because A.J. Green is banged Don't up. Don't go running towards the North Pole. There it is. <laughs> Santa's going to give you cold. <laughs> hey. Uh, Michael McDonald, oh, if man. you could, uh, give us a Christmas wish list for 2015, pal. I feel like interceptions in fantasy for the quarterback 
does not count enough. I mean, it's such an important part of football. Marcus, what's more important, a passing touchdown in an NFL game or an interception? What changes the game more? Well, an interception generally changes momentum more. Bingo. So, I think an interception should be the absolute value the absolute of a passing value. touchdown, a minus four. This is the leader's. Uh, interception leaders this season. This is a who's who list once you get past Blake Bortles in your mind. Look at some of these names here, fellas. Andrew Luck. Uh, yeah, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. So many interceptions. <laughs> yeah. So for me, for me, look, we play fantasy football because we like football. And so I think it should just be a little bit more mirrored. I think guys like Jay Cutler should not be good fantasy quarterbacks. He's not a good quarterback in reality. But you know what? Jay Cutler's been solid most of the year in fantasy. Most of the year. But if we counted his interceptions, how solid would Jay Cutler really be? He would be, and it would mirror more like football. Now, but to piggyback on your point, though, that that should mean fumble should be a negative six. Well, I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd go that far. (laughs) But, But I will say this. In fantasy, if Marshawn Lynch runs for 100 yards, he gets 10 points. Yeah. I think that's fair. 100 yards really helps you win a game. But it, with the quarterback position, it's so skewed. Okay. I mean, you put up garbage points as a quarterback. Remember when Carson Palmer was, was a really good player with the, the Raiders? fantasy garbage I, man. I thought Kyle Orton with the Broncos back in, like, 09. They're down 42-10, to 10 and he just goes out there winging it. I think if you did that, though, you'd have to almost increase touchdowns to six points. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, because listen, I, I mean, you looked at Jay Cutler, right? How many interceptions he had? 18. I mean, that's negative, what, 70-plus fantasy points? I mean, that's a lot but of But if a guy stinks in reality and shrugs his shoulders and doesn't look like he wants to be out there, then maybe he shouldn't be a good fantasy Dave quarterback. Dave Craig would have been a lousy fantasy quarterback <laughs> in your scoring Calm system. Down. We'll go back to the running back position and uh, give us your fantasy wish list for 2015. I really want Alfred Morris to get goal line touches. Please. I mean, really, is that too much to ask? Is it too much to ask for, for Washington's offense to get inside the five-yard line and not give it to Darrell Young or toss it out to Roy Holu? I mean, I just want to know what Alfred Morris did to make people angry at him. I don't get it. He's so good between the 20s. He's been the most consistent thing about that offense over the last couple of years. While RG3 has struggled, yeah. while they're shuffling in Colt McCoy and Kirk Cousins. And Pierre Garçon has been Pierre up and Garçon down. has been up and I down. forget how to score anymore. Exactly. Thank you, Michael. Because when you look at this, career low, 253 rushing attempts for Alfred Morris. But this is a guy who goes out, runs hard, picks up good yards, tough yards for this team. This guy win a calendar year right. without a 100-yard rushing game. I mean, it's it's insane. I don't I agree understand. with that. And it's, remember, it's, it's cross coaches, too. Do you remember his rookie season? It was incredible. He was awesome. He was, was one great. of the five best running backs in fantasy because he was getting right. goal line work. And this has gone – it's cross coaches. This well, went from Mike Shanahan to Jay Gruden that it's been the same story. I only agree – and I know we got to get to your guy. I only agree, disagree with you on one point. His rookie season, RG3, was a threat to run the ball. And that makes the defense play 11-on-11. When you have a guy like Drew Bledsoe at quarterback, you're not worried about Drew Bledsoe running read option on you or getting out. So they always had an advantage strategically when RG3 was on the field. The statuesque. There you go. Drew Bledsoe. I don't know why. I just (laughs) had to pull somebody. Uh, Look, my one is going to be Marshawn Lynch. Stay weird, my man. Hey, listen, the guy, look, I get his post-game interviews rubs some people the wrong way in the media. But for me, look, I've been in a locker room. There's been guys who have been more combative. There have been guys that are more rude. The fact that he gives you this uh, weird answer, I kind of like it. I think if you're writing a game story, if you're writing an editorial, that's something that you can actually still use. So I'm not really sure why guys in the media getting all upset with Marshawn Lynch. And the thing is, you know how you're going to stay weird? you got to stay in the league. I hope he doesn't retire. I hope he stays with the Seattle Seahawks. I hope he keeps doing what he's doing because, look, 300 touches this year, 
Uh, and most importantly, he's third among all non-quarterbacks in terms of fantasy scoring. He has been an absolute beast, if you will. I know. I agree with you. I think what makes him great somewhat is his eccentricity, seriously, because look, football's a grind, man. Yeah. These guys get started in April. When you're running back, you've been doing this since you were in the fifth grade. you got to do something to keep it fresh. You know, maybe this keeps the game fresh for him, and he does things his own way. Can I make a one, one wish for Marshawn Lynch? Please. If he leaves Seattle, bring him back to Oakland. Okay. Bring uh, Marshawn <laughs> home. Bring him back to the college town. College ball at Cal. Grew up in Oakland. Bring him back to the town. his fantasy value. Were you upset <laughs> it, when Mike Gallego well. went to the Yankees? I was. Yeah. All right, listen. Coming up, yeah. we have a fantasy <laughs> live white elephant gift exchange. Fantasy style. Tony Romo, Tom Brady, both had fantastic seasons overall. But would you keep them or exchange them for next year? Our guys will debate. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our very own NFL Fantasy Live White Elephant. Oh, yeah. Keeper party. So for those of you who aren't familiar with a white elephant party, we'll break it down for you. Each one of us has brought a gift to the party. And first, James is going to pick one randomly and open it. Then Marcus Elliott, Fabs, and myself. Here's the fun part. After each person (laughs) opens their gift, they can decide whether or not they want to keep it or exchange with another present that was opened. We highly recommend you guys try this at home. It is a lot of fun. I'm going to start us off. take it away. How about this? Here we go. I'm going to go with the box that I think... Adam Rank would like because I think this has heels in it. No, <laughs> does this have a size 14? I, I would think, I would think you would box. want to stay away from a box with heels in it, right? <laughs> All right, let's take a look here. Oh, I, think, I think I know what this ooh, is. I think. That's a nice one. I think I know what this look is. at this. This is a nice one. It's a Tony, Tony Romo. Romo jersey. jersey. No, 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 no. It's an NFC East champion oh. quarterback. Oh, look out, here Tony Romo jersey. Well, what, what do you think, go. pal? I, look, I think Tony Romo is he's a he's a good fantasy quarterback this year. He's been an outstanding regular quarterback. You see sure. what the Cowboys have done. But in terms of a keeper, mm. I, I don't know. There's so many quarterbacks out there you can go get. I mean, Romo's a guy who's always been one of those fringe QB1, right. kind of low-end QB1, high-end QB2. A guy that you don't mind having on your team, a guy that's going to produce for you. But in terms of using a keeper spot on him, there are a lot of other players I would rather use a keeper spot on, especially because Romo's a guy who will be hanging around literally. Death taxes, Tony Romo in the ninth round. That's how it works. <laughs> so I'm just not going to use a keeper spot on the guy. So Very good point. That one is yours, my friend. All right, friend. you know what? I'm going to hold on to this one. All right, cool. That means you're up, pal. It, I am up. All right. You know, red, gold, red, Silver gold. Bill. Oh. All right, here we go. We'll, go. Okay. we'll keep it going. We'll keep yeah. it going here with the red boxes. Uh, what do you got? Oh. <laughs> Look at this. It is... Sir Thomas Patrick Brady. Nice. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Yes. Yes. In other words, Giselle's husband. Uh, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, talk about Let's it, my man. Talk about it. Hashtag talk about mm. it. <laughs> Here, here's the thing about Tom Brady. I'll let you hold on to this. All right, cool. Tom Brady uh, is getting up there. And in terms of being a keeper, it really depends on how many players you keep. If you're keeping five players or more, Tom Brady's likely to be a guy that you're going to keep. James Coe is not happy about this topic because he dropped Tom Brady <laughs> after four weeks this year. But if you're in a league where you only keep one or two players, I think because of his age, you're probably throwing him back into the pool of available players. And 
I'd rather go with a younger quarterback, clearly, like uh, like a Russell Wilson, or like an Andrew Luck, someone like that. So you can enjoy it, Tom. Guys Brady. that can run sure. around a little bit. Yeah, he's, got, uh, he's got a big head and big eyes. He's like an anime character. Mm-hmm. He does. He yeah. does. It's like a Tamaguchi. <laughs> totally. Right. totally. It right? is. His side picture looks like the little guy on Davy and Goliath. Remember the Sunday <laughs> claymation show? <laughs> this is actually, no. so actually right. Tamaguchi Brady. Can, can I actually take the bag here? Yes, you can. The bag is all go for it. I'm going to go with the bag here. Uh-oh, look at you. Let me see. Big old bag. You're going, like off nice strip. You're going off menu. Wow, there's a lot. Uh, hey! Okay. They, got, they got the hairline wrong, Whitney. though. But, um, <laughs> so the, the, the that's Drew Brees' hair. And, I know. And <laughs> it's got the birthmark, too. They even put the birthmark on him. What do you think, Harrison? I, I think he looks like he has Jimmy Graham's he hair. Does. <laughs> he does. You know what? I, I'm okay with keeping Drew Brees. I'm okay with it, but I'm kind of leaning towards your analysis with Tom Brady. Depends on how many keepers you have. If you only have a couple of keepers <laughs> in your Jimmy league. Not Jimmy Graham, though. <laughs> I wouldn't. Whatever James has done. Uh, if, if you only have a couple keepers in your league, I would not keep Drew Brees. That said, if you get penalized, whatever draft pick you do in your league, and you were able to get Drew Brees in the fifth round or lower, then I would keep him. I think, I think Drew I Brees think is coming off. Back. Well, Drew Brees is, uh, is really coming off of uh, uh, a, a hellish season, and even then, he's been pretty good. He's going to be a, a, a top one or two round pick next year. So yeah, I could see. I can see him being Are a keeper. Are you stealing actually. him? Are you going to steal it? I'm not going to. I'm not going to steal it. My only concern about Drew Brees, not this doll, is that it will be year 15 for him coming up wow, at some point. It's amazing. Right? It, it, it really is. That's kind of amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. <laughs> All right. I'm All right. So that means up, you're uh, up, Hell. Even, you know even what? The I'm going to go front the, side here, so everyone in America can see my Chiefs uh, jersey or sweater here. This is ridiculous. Medium. Medium. Extra medium, actually. Oh boy. What is this? Is this Billy Bronco? Is that right? Look at that. Yeah. All right, so Molly, I think the real question here, and mm-hmm. really to all you guys, Peyton Manning, is he somebody you want to keep after what we've seen? Mm, after watching Monday Night Football against the Bengals where he got picked off how many times? One, four. two, three, four. I don't four. want to relive four. this nightmare. Sorry, guys, but I have to say it. The same storyline we say every year, Peyton Manning in the playoffs. I know we're not there yet, but we're getting closer. Fantasy no, I don't real. trust it him matter. at this point. Maybe it's victim of last week. I'd probably go C.J. Anderson. Hey, Peyton Manning will be 39 years old. Yeah. Next season, yeah. and look, there's not a lot of quarterbacks in NFL history that excelled 39 and older. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So, is it my go. turn? Don't it is your turn. Yes. 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 It's amazing. Nobody's kept anybody. So nice of you guys to get a get. <gasps> what do we got? Oh, yeah. snap. Yeah. <laughs> of the month. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Look at that. I didn't, know, I didn't know you were working out like yeah. that, man. And the suspenders. <laughs> I, uh, I think the suspenders. I haven't nice looked look. that good. You know what? I, already, I actually already have a calendar. Show them the suspenders. So I am. I am gonna swap. That's gonna do it for us for today. Snuggle up on Christmas Day with NFL Fantasy Live. Santa Claus is gonna be stopping by to decide which one of our experts has been naughty or nice. Join us on NFL. Network at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Calendars. We'll see we you there. Merry Christmas. There you Saturday. go. Merry Happy Christmas. holidays. Cowboys, cheerleaders. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.